This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I won't let my body outweigh, outweigh everything that I'm made of. Won't spend my life trying to change. I'm learning to love who I am. I get strong, I feel free. I know every part of me is beautiful. And I will always outweigh. If you feel it, put your hands in the air. Show some love to the new while you're there. Let's take it one day at a time. Did you and I outweigh? Happy Saturday, Outweigh. It's Leanne here, and we are back for the fourth and final part of the truth about your fat. And if you missed parts one, two, and three, definitely go ahead and check those out because it will make today make so much more sense. In fact, if you're listening today and you haven't heard the first three parts, you might be like, what the heck is she talking about? So on that note, though, I'm just going to dive right in because there's a lot that I want to cover. Okay, so today I want to share the five types of fat and fascia that you might have. And I say the word types because it's more like this category of cause and effect that I just want you to be aware of. And when I say cause and effect, it's kind of like this chicken egg thing because fat and fascia is a chicken and egg topic. It's it's like, do I have fascia here because I have muscular imbalances or do I have muscular imbalances because I have fascia here keeping blood and oxygen from reaching the muscle? Or, you know, do I have fat here because I have fascia binding to my fat or do I have fascia binding my fat because there's fascia that laid itself down here to protect me from an injury? And again, if what I'm saying does not sound familiar or sounds a little crazy. We, we covered all of this in part two of the series, but really it's this chicken egg conversation. And I wanted to kind of more or less just put it into a few categories. Again, just oversimplifying the conversation and making it super accessible for you. For any of you technical science geeks like myself, please don't hear what I'm not saying. I know there's a lot more complicated interactions going on in the background of what I'm about to simplify. But for purposes of this podcast, obviously, you know, I'm oversimplifying. And so I found that your fat and fascia fall into five categories. And let's just dive right in. So the first one I want to talk about is what I call stuck 
fat, okay? And as we talked about already, fat can bind to your fascia, right? That that duct tape-like connective tissue that encases every bone, muscle, and organ. Fascia pretty much encases everything. Like, it's, it's everywhere, like we talked about. But fascia also plays a big part in your movement. And like we also talked about before, you have fascia lines on your body designed to move with you. And that's why you have them running every direction and three-dimensionally, up, down, left, right, diagonal, across the body, up, all the things, right? And that's designed so that they can move with you. But also, like we talked about, fascia is there to protect you. And so if your brain and body aren't familiar with, or maybe they don't have a map for specific movement patterns, or maybe it's like a lose it if you don't use it kind of thing, your brain will lay down fascia to assist you with those movements. And it protects you and supports the movement itself and the joints and the muscles that aren't doing their jobs. And if you want that fascia to go away because it's not necessary, you need to make it not necessary. Like you need to show the nervous system and teach the nervous system like, okay, we can do the movement on our own by correcting the movement pattern. As in, you know, teach your nervous system to have the movement map on its own so that the fascia can, it's a it's a process called stripping when the fascia that's no longer there strips away. But again, your nervous system needs to feel safe to do that by getting the actual movement map pattern that the fascia is helping to do without it, right? So that's one side of it. But here's the other side of it. And I'm still shocked that the mainstream still isn't talking about this, but fascia can also bind your fat, which we talked about. And if you have excess body fat, and again, that's like your own definitions of it, right? Or maybe it's causing, it's weighing you down, like it's causing pain or it's causing poor health or whatever. That's what I really mean when I say excess, right? But if you have, you know, fat on your body, you still have to carry it around, right? Like it's part of your body. And so fascia can also encase fat, okay? So we talked about this like it's it kind of makes it a bit of a double whammy and we by the way we talked about this in part two so definitely check that out but if you have a layer of fascially bound fat you know kind of riding along with you throughout all of your movement patterns not only does it create a barrier to the blood and oxygen that you need to get those inactive muscles and movements firing again but they also act as a barrier to those precious catecholamines that you need for fat mobilization to occur okay so like I said double whammy. But it's not this, you know, cheesecake and french fries kind of fat. It's fascially bound fat. I call it stuck fat. And no amount of, you know, dieting or exercise is going to move it if it can't get what it needs to be mobilized, which, you know, again, if, it, if the blood and oxygen can't get there because there's a layer of fascia blocking it, it's essentially stuck. And that's why I call this type of fat stuck fat, because, again, it's not a matter of eating less and moving more. This is a physiological thing where fascia is now in play. But the cool thing about that is fascia is this pliable, moldable, manipulatable thing. And again, movement patterns are teachable. But then again, if you don't know about fascia and don't know how to manipulate it and get it healthy and, of course, create the movement maps that your nervous system doesn't currently have, this type of fat will stay stuck. And most likely the fascia will continue to build even more layers and get even more, you know, kind of unhealthy. So that is stuck fat. And I started with that one because it's also kind of a review of everything that we talked about in the second part of this series. Okay. 
but also in reference to last week's episode, uh, my two secret weapons for stuck fat are fascia blasting, which we talked about, but also making sure I'm creating and maintaining the movement maps that you're supposed to have. But again, like you'll lose them if you don't use them. And for that, I refer to Dr. Cobb's Z Health Tools. And, and like I shared, my favorite one, in my opinion, which is also like the perfect one for beginners, is his neural warm-up. So we have stuck fat, okay? The next type of fat is something I call starved fat. So your brain, body, nervous system, it needs something called homeostasis, okay? It needs safety. Your brain needs to detect safety and security in order to maintain, you know, physiological processes. But especially, like, if you want your body to not just survive but actually thrive, right, like like the job of mobilizing fat, for example, it's a thrive kind of thing. It's like a – it's not a need to. It's a want to thing. And so in order for those things to happen, your brain definitely needs to detect homeostasis first. And your brain, being the genius that it is, it's always trying to create and detect homeostasis, okay? And basically, your brain and body are always monitoring and detecting whether or not the vessel is stable and safe and constant, right? And so, in other words, it's constantly monitoring. I say it, really, your brain, your nervous system, constantly monitoring whether or not you have everything you require to function optimally and survive, okay? I'm just talking bare bones minimum survive here, right? Keep in mind, losing fat and building muscle and all the things that we want or have goals for, maybe, maybe you don't want, right? But that's a lot that gets talked about. Those would be like thrive-based conversations. You don't need them to survive. So again, your brain is constantly trying to survive. And once it knows it can do that, then it can think about things like fat mobilization and building muscle and what would be considered thriving, okay? But your brain and body need to detect homeostasis first. And what's one of the main components it looks for and needs for that to happen? You probably guessed it, nutrients, okay? Notice I didn't say carbs, fats, proteins. I didn't say macronutrients. I'm talking about micronutrients, right? The vitamins, the minerals, right? And a lot of dieting. And so maybe if you're like me and you have a a history of the chronic dieting and, you know, a lot of the diet mentality in general can actually strip us of nutrients that we need. So I know for me, like back when I was super calorie phobic or fat phobic or carb phobic, Oftentimes, I was actually either not getting it at all or replacing it with chemicals or additives or sweeteners. And, you know, if you if you look at that stuff that's lower in fat or lower in carbs or lower in calories, a lot of times it's being replaced by chemicals and additives. And not only does that inhibit our body's ability to absorb the nutrients that we are getting, but a lot of these foods are actually void of nutrients at all. And that's not to say that all low-carb and low-fat diets are like this, but oftentimes if we are reaching for low-carb, you know, junk foods, for example, like, you know, that you see at the stores, all the stores are carrying now, this is going to put us in a big nutrient deficiency. And again, like, I know for me, when I was in the throes of my disordered eating, like, I wasn't thinking about nutrients. I was thinking about calories and fat and will this make me gain weight, lose weight, all the things. But man, I wish somebody had told me about nutrients and like having a nutrient-focused kind of thought process, right? 
right? And again, please know there is no judgment, no shame about this, but the whole nutrient homeostasis thing was not something I was thinking about or aware of when I was, you know, like I said, at the height of my disordered eating, and I wish somebody had told me about it, okay? And and please don't hear what I'm not saying, right? I'm not telling you, like, go out and eat a hamburger and french fries and milkshake for dinner every single night and, you know, definitely give yourself the freedom to do that. But I'm saying this, like, if you're going to be eating that for dinner, you know, your body's going to be a lot happier if it's also getting the nutrients it needs alongside it. So there's the flip side of it too, right? The disordered eating or maybe the orthorexia where you're not eating enough and you're not getting nutrients. But then I know, again, my flip side, my binge eating disorder was like, you know, all these foods that also didn't have nutrients. So I'm not telling you, uh, don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm just saying like, what if you started focusing on nutrients, period, right? And, you know, making sure that what you're putting in your body, like thinking, is it enough for your nervous system to actually feel like it's reaching homeostasis, right? And again, this is not a calories or macros conversation. It's a micronutrient and nutrient conversation, okay? And I wouldn't be who I was if I didn't at least mention, like, again, this is where the whole, you know, calories in versus calories out theory can actually be harmful to your nervous system and your body because, again, that restrictive mentality tends to also restrict us from getting the vital nutrients that we need to thrive. And again, whether you like it or not, fat mobilization or building muscle, it's a thrive activity for your nervous system. You know, the survive components of your nervous system are focused on, you probably guessed it, surviving. And, you know, thriving in body composition, that's not your nervous system's priority. So if you do want things like that, you need to give your nervous system what it needs, and that's nutrients, okay? So what you're eating and how much of it, yeah, it's a part of the equation, but it's what you're not eating. And how you're feeling while you're eating, too, is a big part of it, too, that your brain and nervous system is really concerned with, okay? And, you know, nowadays, most women are walking around overfed but undernourished. And this is another major blockade to that homeostasis that we talked about, right? And, you know, again, no homeostasis, no fuel for that, the process of fat mobilization, which we talked about in part two. And so that's why I call it starved fat. Okay. So that is starved fat. All right. The next type of fat we're going to talk about is something I call stressed fat. So I love traveling and coming home to my bed because it's comfy and familiar. I love crawling into it. Well, what if you could take your bed on the road with you so that way you got good night's sleep while you're on a trip? And it's not your entire bed, but at least your bedding, which is the best part. Let me introduce you to Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding. Now, Cozy Earth is travel-friendly and hassle-free, and the bedding comes in these adorable totes, which makes it really easy for you to take it on trips with you. They also have really amazing loungewear, so if you're on a long flight, you can stay cool and comfy with Cozy Earth's temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew, and it'll add a touch of style to your travel ensemble as well. So whether you're exploring stuff near or far, take a little bit of home with you. Cozy Earth has everything you need to turn every moment into pure bliss. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code OUTWAY at checkout to get 35% off. And let them know that we sent you after you check out. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. 
With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The next type of fat we're going to talk about is something I call stressed fat. So whenever you feel annoyed or mad or stressed or uneasy about anything, your body elicits a stress response and it lays down a cocktail of those infamous stress storage hormones that we hear about all the time in the health industry, specifically cortisol and epinephrine. But in reality, like those are just simply stress hormones. And not only is stress itself fattening, as, as I like to say, but did you know that it also affects you metabolically and affects your nervous? system. So when you're stressed, you're in the sympathetic part of your nervous system. But most of the things that contribute to what you want to happen, things again, like fat mobilization and and just optimal health and all of those things are going to be optimized if you're in the parasympathetic branch of your nervous system. And it's nicknamed the rest and digest brain. And so digestion and absorption of nutrients can only optimally happen when you're parasympathetic. Tissue repair, regeneration, and that fat mobilization we talked about can only optimally take place when you're parasympathetic. And again, this is not calories in, calories out. I'm just repeating that pattern, right? Because again, I know for me, when I was at the height of disorder, I was just thinking about calories, calories, calories. But the reality is like when you're stressed out, none of that matters. And that's actually a perfect segue into the next type of fat I want to talk about because there's crossover and the concept is very similar. So I figure let's talk about these two together. So I call this next one sad fat. So there's stressed fat and there's sad fat, but there's a big distinction here. Like how do you feel when you think about your body, when you think about your fat, when you think about your injuries, when you think about your weight, when you just think about yourself and your body, right? How are you talking to yourself and about yourself? And most women don't even think about the fact that how they're feeling about themselves and their actual body image 
how that is a factor in whether or not they're able to reach their physiological goals, but it's a massive factor, okay? So sadness or any type of air quotes negative emotions, and of course I say air quotes because no emotions are are outright negative. They all have their place, but some emotions obviously don't always feel good, right? Things like shame and blame and guilt and comparisonitis and perfectionism and self-condemnation and self-rejection, and I could go on and on and on. But any emotion that doesn't make you feel very good, unfortunately, it's also seen as stress to your brain. And just like actual, you know, reptilian fight or flight stress, these emotions trigger that same hormonal response like I talk about in depth in The Tale of Two Cookies, which I'll link to my masterclass in the show notes where I go kind of in depth into the nitty gritty of that. But the other side of it is this, okay? When you feel like this, when you, you know, feel all your feels, what do you usually do? right? Like, do you process it and let it move through you? Like, are you emotionally available to yourself in those moments? Or do you numb it out and ignore it, right? Like, how do you react when you feel those air quotes negative emotions, okay? And so here's my point. Like, whether you're crying on the outside or crying on the inside, this is when most women tend to look for comfort and distractions and mindless activities and some sort of short-term gratification or pleasure to numb out the pain. Because the mammalian part of your brain, specifically what I call the social brain, it's it's called the anterior cingulate cortex or ACC, but I really teach my clients to remember this part of the brain by remembering that the letters ACC stand for acceptance, connection, and care. As in, you know, the part of your brain is always looking for acceptance, connection, care, or comfort, which is another C, as in, you know, do I feel connected? Do I feel accepted? Do I feel cared for by others? others and do I feel it from myself, okay? But what it's really looking for is oxytocin. And that social brain will get it from somewhere. So if you don't have the tools to deal with your emotions properly and you tend to numb out on food or Netflix or mindless TV or anything like that, and trust me, I've there's no judgment. I've used them all. But you can't willpower your way through that. That's a brain thing, right? And if you're curious about that, I talk about that more in depth too in my masterclass and how it's not a matter of you being a self-sabotager or weak-willed. It's actually something that's happening in your brain, but you can actually do something about it if you have the tools. But I know for me, like eating my favorite comfort foods while curled up on the couch and, you know, binge watching Netflix, it feels comforting for a little while and then it just becomes the opposite. After a while, that high goes away and you're left with the original emotions, only now they're further magnified because you have all that guilt and shame and self-blame about numbing out on the couch and food with food and Netflix, right? It's like a big, vicious cycle. And so I call it sad fat because, again, you can understand how this has a really big effect on your health. And this is, again, something that has nothing to do with calories in versus calories out because it's not that simple, right? So that sad fat, how do you think that's going to affect homeostasis, which is literally what you need for fat mobilization? And again, it's one of those things where it's like, I didn't even know that this was relevant or relative to this, but it's all interrelated. So that's sad fat. Let's round it out and talk about type five, which I call suffocated fat. Become a part of the fast growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. 
Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's round it out and talk about type five, which I call suffocated fat. So ladies, stop what you're doing for just a second and just take a deep breath in and take a deep breath out. Okay. You back? Okay. So let me ask you this. Did you suck your stomach in when you took that big inhale? Did you suck it in when you inhaled? And so chances are, if you're anything like me, you probably answered yes. Like for me, I got so used to sucking my stomach in all the time from being self-conscious of my weight or whatever. Like it was just a habit, right? Or maybe I just never optimally learned how to breathe. I didn't realize I was totally rocking my nervous system by inverting my breath. So breathing is another simple way to get your nervous system to fire optimally and increase your physical health by triggering that homeostasis. And so most women aren't even aware that their breathing patterns are the direct opposite of how their body was designed to breathe. And so like I just mentioned, if you're used to sucking your stomach in when you inhale, 
inhale, then your breath, first of all, it's it's an opportunity, but that's an inverted way of breathing. And your breath is also the easiest and fastest way to change the state of your body and let your body and nervous system, you know, move towards homeostasis. So if you can get yourself breathing better, you're going to immediately improve your brain and neurological environment and your digestive and metabolic environment and your hormonal environment, your musculoskeletal environment, all of it, okay? Essentially, it changes your entire fat and fascia environment because it's changing your homeostasis environment. Let me walk you through this practically. So for example, you know, take a deep breath in, but when you breathe in, and maybe you can put your hand on your belly, like picture your belly expanding like a big balloon when you breathe in. And when you breathe in, your belly is expanding to fill up that balloon with air. Okay, then every time you breathe out, picture your belly contracting and the air going out of that balloon. So again, it's like opposite. I used to suck it in and most women are. So every time you breathe in, belly expands. Every time you breathe out, belly contracts. And so I'll take it a step further. So close your eyes for a second. And every time you breathe in, let your belly expand and imagine it's a cool, crisp, blue, pepperminty air. And every time you breathe out, let your belly contract and picture breathing out a red, hot, fiery, cinnamony air. Okay, so what we just did there, we added in quite a few elements of your sensory system to your breath. And I've shared this before, but your nervous system cannot really tell the difference between a real and an imagined experience. So I just told you, you know, breathe it in, your belly expands. It's a cool, crisp, blue, pepperminty air. We didn't really have cool, crisp, blue, pepperminty, but your nervous system had a map for it, right? So we added in color, taste, texture, smell to your sensory system and your nervous system simply by using your imagination. Not to mention, we got your breathing optimal, right? We optimally use the muscles of inspiration and the muscles of expiration. And I know this must seem like such a small thing to most people, but it's a massive way to optimize your nervous system and create homeostasis, which we already talked is crucial for your fat and fascia journey, okay? Your respiratory system is the number one thing that your nervous system is looking to for surviving and thriving. And that's why I call this suffocated fat. And when you get your body breathing better, your nervous system and your fat and fascia will thank you so much. So that's it. Those are the five types of fat that I wanted you to just be aware of. So we have stuck fat. We've got starved fat. We've got stressed fat. We've got sad fat. And we've got suffocated fat, okay? And again, I'm calling it a type for simplicity because I want you to just be aware that it's this chicken-egg conversation. I mean, even the five types of fat, you see how there's chicken eggs within them, right? And I wanted to kind of more or less put it in a few categories, again, just oversimplifying the conversation and, and really making it super accessible for you. So again, any tech geeks out there, I know there's a lot more complicated interactions going on in the background, but for purposes of this, we're just oversimplifying, okay? My My big point is this, though. There is so much more to your fat and fascia than mainstream information has taught us, okay? It is not just a food or workout thing. What you're eating and your exercise methods are very downstream in relation to what's happening upstream in your brain, okay? And trust me when I say your nervous system is the one calling the shots. 
So what if we finally stopped focusing on the effects of your fat and fascia and swam upstream to get to the cause and the root of the fat and fascia situation? And so instead of talking about exercise or burning calories, let's talk about the steps you're already taking. Like, how can you make them count more? How can you make each rep and step and breath work smarter for you by getting your muscles and your joints firing more optimally and getting more bang for your buck because your fat and fascia are healthier, right? And then add more of of something else. Like if you want to add more after that, you can. But it's like literally instead of adding more, take what you're doing and supercharge it and make it more effective, right? And instead of talking about calories or whether it's the form of protein or fat or carbohydrates, like how can you get your brain and body digesting better and extracting more by focusing on nutrients? Then no matter how much you're putting in your body, it's actually getting used and optimized, or at least it has a chance to be. And instead of talking about mindset and motivation and goal setting, let's talk about your brain set and your self-image and the stressors and pain in your head and heart that are keeping you from doing it all, that are maybe keeping you shaming yourself or disappointed in yourself or burnt out or believing yourself less and less each time you say like, okay, I'm going to start over again on Monday. It all matters. All that shame and blame and self-criticism, again, you're learning time and time again that the thoughts you're thinking are not benign, and it has everything to do with how fat and fascia get laid down in your body, okay? So this really is a conversation about letting your body work smarter for you and making your body smarter. It's, it's an awareness, and it's a mindset, and it really is a new way of thinking, but it's one that will not only transform your body, but it will set you free, okay? Because here's the reality, and really a great way to put a wrapper around this series, there's so much about your body that I promise you, you don't know. And if somewhere along the lines, your body tricked you into thinking it was undesirable or unattractive or a burden or a nuisance or like there's no ever way you're ever going to be able to trust it, right? Or like it then I'm inviting you, like, you need a better story about your body, okay? And if your body image was formed in the eyes of food shame or fat shame or body shame, and it's keeping you from feeling beautiful and powerful and confident, then you need a better story about your body. And if you're comparing yourself to someone that you think is smaller or more desirable or fit or athletic or air quotes perfect, and it's not making you feel very good, and I promise you it's not, you need a better story about your body. And if you're comparing your body to something like a number or a measurement or a picture or, you know, a common opinion of what you think is good, bad, right or wrong, and it's not making you feel very good, which again, I guarantee it's not, you need a better story about your body. And that's what I wanted to do was just give you a new story about your body so that you can stop fighting your body and stop restricting your body and punishing it and blaming it and shaming it and comparing it and go get right with it. Like go learn how to take care of your body. And again, we we learn you can't love what you don't take care of, right? And so I do invite you like push pause on starting a new food plan and hold off on starting that new workout thing or membership or whatever, and just learn how to take care of the body that you have. And that includes your fat and your fascia and accept that it's yours and you'll have it for the rest of your life. And like, go get on the same team, right? And commit to taking care of it because you only have one. And then you can figure out how to influence it if you still want to change it. But I do invite you to stop being so mean to yourself in the meantime, right? Like quitting with the mental jabs and the verbal smack talking and treating 
treating yourself like dirt because you think you want to change your body, right? And in inviting you to lay down the weapons of judgment and restriction and punishment and control that maybe food and exercise have become to you and go learn how to take care of your body first, right? Because if you are stuck in that in that cycle, you're only fighting, battling, and resisting yourself. And you deserve so much more, so much more. And that's really why I keep creating these invitations without expectations because I truly believe it will transform you. So like, again, leaving with an an invitation, you know, what if instead of focusing on what you're eating or what you're weighing, you went on your own big fat experiment? And what if that was the most powerful way to connect to your body and truly heal your body image and totally step into a new story about not just your body, but your ability to influence it and influence your health? And if all you get from this series is say like, hey, I'm done shaming and blaming something that I don't even know much about and I'm committed to learning about it and I'm ready to approach it differently and I'm ready to end the battle I'm in with my body, then that would honestly make me so, so incredibly happy. So yeah, that is it for today, Outway, and and that's it for this series. I truly, truly hope you got whatever you needed to hear and that this just opened your eyes to something that you weren't seeing. And if you liked what you heard today and you want to hear more in depth about what it looks like to rewire your brain and really heal your relationship with food and your body, then head over to stresslesseating.com. You can you know watch my stressless eating webinar. It's totally free. I'll walk you through the exact steps that I use with my clients and and just help them heal themselves from the all or nothing diet mentality for good. But of course, that means, you know, without restricting and punishing your body and definitely without using words like macros, calorie burn and low carb, right? So it's all there for you. Five easy steps over at stresslesseating.com. So I'm Leanne Ellington. Thank you so much for joining us for this series. And I will talk to you soon. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, You can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues 
pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 